0: Welcome to True Hauntings and Scary Stories, where we alternate between spooky conversations and short, scary stories. Welcome, you guys. Today, I'm going to be reading several poems that I've written, just cute little poems. Most of these are on my blog, if you read my blog, but one of them is brand new that I haven't published yet. I'm going to publish it today. Then I also have a little micro story. It's only a few paragraphs long. But, you know, it's creepy. Gets the job done. (laughs) So I'm going to read all my poems, including the new poem. And then I'm going to read the little micro story that I haven't published either. So I hope that you enjoy them. First, I will tell you guys that today, the December Box of Haunts mystery box is going out in the mail. December's theme is mythical creatures. So everything in the box is mythical creature themed. And It's a lot of fun, so if you guys want one of those boxes, um, you can do it one of two ways. Really one of three ways, I suppose. You can go to my Patreon account at patreon.com slash truehauntings. Link will be in the show notes. And you can join the Tier 3 membership, and then you will get every month's box of haunts automatically. Or, if you just want to buy one box... Uh, you can go to patreon.com slash true hauntings. You can also go to TrueHauntings.com, and there's a post there where you can, I think it's in the about me section and you can purchase just one box without doing a monthly subscription, or you can go to my Etsy store, which is called true hauntings shop. And you can go there and buy any box you want, just one box. But the only way to get the monthly subscription would be the Patreon account if you want that. So let's get into the poetry. This poem I've just now published in the blog. So even if you're one of my blog readers, you won't have heard this poem yet. So this one I called Fear. I don't fear the woods at night. The trees mean me no harm. The fallen leaves are resting now, adding to the charm. The squirrels have all gone to bed, sleeping safe and sound. Owls are watchful of these woods when the night comes round. They watch the only thing to fear, standing deep inside. That thing is me creeping by, staying off the path to hide. So if you're out here very late, do not be afraid. I promise I won't bother you, lest off the path you strayed. The next poem I have for you to enjoy is called Soulmates. And I have to say, this poem is probably one of my favorites that I've written. And it was inspired by the cutest artwork that I found on the internet. It looks like it's probably a watercolor painting. I would love to find the artist of this watercolor. uh, Because it is signed, but I don't know whose signature that is. But this artwork is just so cute. Here's the poem, Soulmates. A little black kitten sat lonely and sad. No one would love her. They thought she was bad. She was unlucky, according to them. They kept her locked up inside of a pen. Each day she peered out at the world passing by, hoping that someone would give her a try. One night as she lay in her pen, nearly napping, an old wrinkled witch wandering past started tapping. The tapping sound woke the little black kitten, who was very excited to get some attention. The ugly old witch smiled so sweetly at her. With a glint in her eye, the witch spoke as she purred. You're coming with me, little one, she began. She winked with one eye, and the cat appeared in her hand. So relieved to be out of that pen was the kitten. The two of them gazed at each other, each smitten. Your name is Spirit because you survived. You never gave up until I arrived. With that, the old witch held Spirit so tight, they flew away happily into the night. So I just wrote that poem inspired by that cute little watercolor picture. The next poem I have is a more somber poem. So this one I wrote a few months after my grandmother passed away, my nanny. If you listen to my earlier episodes, my nanny is the one who owns the very haunted house that I talk about so much. And so she and I were extremely close, and after she passed, I wrote this poem thinking about her. It's called Waiting in the Flowers. In a field of flowers, I made my love a bed. She slept there oh so calmly as my face turned red. Try as I may to explain her grace, I couldn't get across the dismal look of pain I wore from her agonizing loss. It felt as if the sky collapsed and everything was wrong. I lingered by her side that night to sing her favorite song. The tune was hardly recognized by those who knew it well, but the feeling it inspired made all of our hearts swell. I'll miss her with my dying breath, is what I said that day no more words could find their way out of my mouth to say. I turned to leave her side that night, my last time doing so, but in my mind I saw her there, telling me to go. Though the flowers seem enticing, it's not for you to stay. I'll be here waiting for you, dear, when you make your way. Until then, go and live your life free of guilt or fear, and I will greet you lovingly when your time is here. All right, this poem is silly. It is so goofy and silly, and I love it. I wrote it just on a whim. I don't know why. I just saw a picture of a skeleton, and it popped into my head, so I just went with it. It's called Clickety Clackety. And actually, if you like this poem, on my Etsy store, I have a, a downloadable PDF of it, I guess, that you can purchase for a few bucks, and then you can frame it, and it can be like home decor. Clickety-clackety. Clickety-clackety skeleton climbing up the wall. How does he hang there watching me, staring from the hall? I fear he's come to get me from deep within the grave. Clickety-clackety skeleton, please, sir, try and behave. We can be good friends tonight and have ourselves some fun, so long as you stay over there until the game is won. Clickety-clackety skeleton, I'm afraid it's time to go. My heart can't take much more of you in case you didn't know. So hurry back to where you sleep, my newest bony friend. Lest I have clickety-clackety dreams that may never end. Here's another fun little poem. This one is called Ghostly Advice. A house is where you might hide if you are dead like me. Or maybe you prefer your spooking in a cemetery. Wherever you decide to haunt, don't forget one thing. If you scare them all to death, a reckoning you'll bring. The exorcist will find you fast along with all your friends, and you will be removed from there before the nightfall ends. So listen to my warning, ghoul, and make your haunting mild, or you will suffer the consequence of being a ghost exiled. Alright, this last poem is a fun one. It's called Dark and Stormy. And it honestly just talks about how everyone says that you shouldn't go out at night because it's dark and scary and bad things lurk there and you might get hurt. So it kind of plays with the idea of being afraid of going out at night. And then you finally do. And then, you know, it's not so bad. Dark and Stormy. A dark and stormy night is how this thing begins with someone screaming wildly as the knife goes in. A man dressed in black, menacing and dark, lurks round every corner in your local park. He waits for you to stumble directly in his path. Then he pounces on you, showing you his wrath. No, never trust the night. You don't know what it hides, or you will surely discover the evil that it guides. Until one night you venture into that park to play, and find that night and darkness aren't as evil as they say. Alright, the last thing I have to read for you is a micro-story. It's only a few paragraphs long, but it does have a beginning, middle, and end. It's just very, very small micro-story. This one is called, What Was Owed." Settling into his back porch rocking chair with a blanket around his shoulders and a cup of hot chocolate, Daniel waited. The sun would be setting behind the tree line of his backyard any minute now. This new property on the outskirts of town was just what he needed to truly rest and recover from a life of fast-paced business deals and high-stakes trips overseas. Daniel had always dreamed of retiring out in the country somewhere, and it had finally come to pass. As the tip-top of the sun sank below the treetops... Daniel listened to the quiet sounds of nature around him. Nothing soothed his soul more than the symphony that Mother Nature conducted every night. In the dimming light of his front row seat, Daniel caught a glimpse of something. It darted just out of view around the side of his new log cabin. Assuming it was a rabbit or squirrel, Daniel casually walked around to see what the mystery creature was. He gasped and stopped in his tracks when he saw what appeared to be a tiny man in a coat and hat run into the trees next to his home. Standing still and staring at the spot, he couldn't wrap his mind around what he'd just seen. It couldn't have been more than a foot tall. What else could it have been? Surely his eyes were playing tricks on him in the fading light. Returning to his back porch chair, Daniel sat and continued to ponder what on earth he'd just seen when he heard a twig break loudly in the bushes just across from him. "'Who's there?' Daniel called into the darkness. Feeling a little silly all of a sudden, he stood to walk back into the house when he heard a deep, gruff reply. "'I know what you took from me,' the hoarse-sounding voice said. "'I wanted back.' "'I don't know what you're talking about,' Daniel nervously replied. "'I saw the building man take my gold coins, and I want them back,' the voice said as a small, perfectly proportioned man emerged from the bushes. "'Give them back, or I'll take their value and flesh from your bones,' the little man howled in anger. "'I swear I don't have them,' Daniel yelled in fear. Just as the words left his mouth,' Daniel saw a flash of the little man running toward him before pain struck him from several parts of his body as the leprechaun took what was owed him. I hope you guys enjoyed this quick little episode of some different pieces that I've written. I did take a part-time job to help me supplement uh, my income, and that has taken away a good portion of time that I have to write. So that's why I've been reading stuff that I have already written and then trying to produce some more new stuff to put in with it. That's why I've been doing that the last um, few weeks. I'm hoping to find a good balance between the two. Um, If you guys want to support the show and my writing, the blog, um, the Facebook group that I run every day, if you guys want to support that stuff, that would be amazing There's no pressure, though. I don't want to be one of those, oh, give me money, people, because I I don't write for that. I write because I have these stories in me, and they need to come out. (laughs) I just need to get them out. I love writing. It's kind of my stress reliever. So I certainly don't do it for the money, but I am struggling. I'm struggling to find enough time to keep up with everything. So if you guys are able and you want to do that, that would be great. Honestly, just listening to my show and reading my blog are also great supports because those numbers are tracked and I can use that progress, you know, to get sponsors for my podcast and to get sponsors for the blog and stuff. So there's no pressure. I just wanted to let you guys know that that's kind of why... I've been struggling a little bit the past few weeks or a month or so, I guess. Thank you so much for listening to my work and I hope that you enjoyed it. I certainly enjoy writing it for you and I will spook you later.